So the question is, why is it easier to sell to another business than it is to sell to an end consumer? So when we're thinking about B2B sales and B2C sales, B2B sales are actually much easier. And here's why. It's because businesses, they're already making money. And when they're making money, guess what? They're in spending mode as well because they want to figure out where they can put their money to make even more money. Right. So they're actively looking out for your products and services so they can figure out how they can either increase their revenue or decrease their costs. And if your product gets in there and it's able to help them do one of those two things, then you've got a sale. Right. So it's really easy. One of the, one of the other reasons why it's easy is when you're selling B2B, you're actually selling to more than one person at the same time. So if you think about a B2B, if you're selling to a business, and let's say that the end users are the people in that business, and let's say that this business has 1,000 people, right? Well, if this business has 1,000 people, that is a captive audience that has to use whatever platform, technology, service, or offer that a company, that a vendor is selling this company. They have to use it, right? So the key is to get in front of the right decision maker who is the person making the decision for these 1000 people and if you can get in front of this person this person will likely already be willing to spend some money because they're actively looking for ways that they can increase their business right they're actively looking for this and you're selling to someone that has a captive audience that can easily um that you can easily start getting them to use your app product service technology offer experience whatever it is you're you're selling so now the question is, well, how do I get to this B2B person? So I, I know it's easier than, than B2C, and I hope you got that. Well, the marketing is the same thing, right? If you're marketing towards B2C and if you're having an easy time doing that, well, it will be just as easy to the, this B2B person. But again, who is the right decision maker? So when we're thinking about who the right decision maker is and we're looking for that dream client, then this is a framework that I actually teach to my Accelerator members on how to pick an easy win customer. And it's to follow that dream. And dream is an acronym that we came up with to help our Accelerator members actually memorize what attributes they need to look after when they're going after this target market. So the dream, this is what the acronym stands for. Demand. ROI, easygoing, authority, and money. So D, demand. Demand means they already know they have a problem. They are solution aware. They're already actively looking for these solutions. They already demand a product like this. They already demand a solution like this. If you're trying to sell to people who don't think they have a problem, or aren't looking for solutions, then you are going to have a very tough time selling to this person because they don't want to be sold. But for people that know they have a problem, well, then you want to approach these people with your solution. It'll be much easier. So that first D is the demand. Then ROI, you need to be able to show how your product will bring an ROI for this person. So whatever this person is doing, in terms of their business objectives, they're trying to either increase revenue or decrease cost, which means they're increasing profitability. If you can figure out how your product helps them do that and do the ROI calculation for them, then it becomes easy, right? So for me, for my accelerator program, 
every single customer that they collect on this list, it's money in the bank because every single customer that they're getting has a probability to convert. So if you have a $10,000 product, for example, and there is a 1% um, conversion rate, then you know that, let's see, what's 10,000 times 1%? <laughs> I hate doing these decimal things, but I think it's going to be $100. Yeah, that makes sense because 10% of 10,000 is $1,000. So $100, right? So every single email that you collect is $100. It's worth $100 because you have a 1% probability of conversion. And if the customer lifetime value of whatever you're selling is $10,000, and every single email that you collect is $100. Right? So that's how you configure the, that ROI calculation for them. Then the A is, do they have the authority to make this decision? So sometimes what you'll find is you might be working with a team of co-founders, and if this person has co-founders, then the likelihood that this person will be able to make a decision by themselves is low because typically what happens is they tend to ask what other people think and instead of making a decision for themselves they go after what other people think is the right decision for them right so we want to make sure that we're going after someone that has the authority to make the decision for themselves and then finally the last one m is for money and they have to have the money to be able to buy your product right so if you're going after businesses that don't have money they aren't selling anything, they're not profitable, well, they're going to have a very difficult time buying your product, even if they know that your product will give them the solution that they're looking for, right? They demand the solution, but if they don't have any money, there's really nothing that they can do. So when we go after these customers, if you want to make it really easy for yourself, we go after the dream. Now, savvy listeners will have realized that I skipped a letter. I skipped the letter E. And the letter E was for easygoing. This is an important letter. And what I mean by easygoing is whoever you're talking to as a customer, are they a difficult customer or are they an easygoing customer? Are they throwing up challenges and are they being confrontational? And are they telling you how your product, service, offer, whatever you're selling won't work for them? Are they difficult or are they easygoing? Well, if they're difficult, guess what? You're going to be playing this game where you have to try to prove yourself and it's not gonna work because this other person is going to keep asking questions on how this won't work for me, right? So they'll say, well, does this work for other people in this industry? And you'll give them examples of how it works for other people in this industry. And then they'll say, okay, fine, but you know, but what about this? And what about this? And they'll keep on playing this what about game because they've already put it into their head that it won't work. And a lot of times when people need to make a decision, the best decision is just to say no. So even if they're spending tons of money on their product and they're losing all this money and, and they're not able to get the help that your product brings them, it's just what they know. And making this, this um, not making the decision is just easier for them, right? So sometimes as founder or as uh, salesmen or, or marketers, it's up to us to be able to show them how this cost of inaction is actually hurting them, right? So if a lot of founders, for example, the average founder that's come into our accelerator program, they spent $100,000 doing it the wrong way. Well, if you can show how other people, if they just keep doing what they're doing and it's going to hurt them in the long run, right? If you can show that, then you'll have a better chance of 
dealing with a customer that is easygoing. But we, we just want to start with easygoing customers at the beginning, But if, because if they're difficult, they're just going to challenge you at every corner and at every turn. And an easygoing customer is a really easy customer to not only work with, but also to provide results for, right? And because this person is going to be easygoing, and once you start bringing them results, then the testimonials this person gives you will be phenomenal. And then you can take those testimonials and start getting other customers that are just like this person who are easygoing. So again, the acronym is the dream. We want to find the dream customer. Do they demand your product? Can they see the ROI? Are they easygoing? Do they have the authority and do they have the money? If you can hit all of these boxes, then you will have a customer that will buy your product. And if you're going after a B2B customer, they are dealing with captive audiences. It's actually much easier to sell to a B2B person because they have money to spend and they're looking to spend that money. This is Robin Copernicus. Boom, bam, I'm out. Hey, so if you're a six percenter entrepreneur here, four ways that I can help you right now. One, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you can always stay up to date on the latest marketing strategies and tactics from this podcast. Two, find out how much of a natural born entrepreneur you are by taking the visionary quiz at robin.ws forward slash quiz. Three, join the Visionaries Facebook group at robin.ws forward slash group. And finally, four, if you want to join the first startup accelerator that helps you skip investor funding, then go ahead and book a call with me at robin.ws forward slash call. 